when you only can spend 30, 45 minutes, maybe an hour tops in the getting ready room with your couple and the wedding party, you don't really have the opportunity to build this trust. Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin. Hello and welcome. My name is Tammy. I am your host for the Complete Guide to Wedding Photography for Couples Getting Married. I'm also the author of a book by the exact same name. You can find it on Amazon and it's Prime eligible. I am so happy that you're here and I want to extend a personal warm welcome to you. Thank you so much for tuning in today to learn how to set your wedding photographer up for success and how to eliminate all the obstacles and challenges that you didn't even know you might be creating for your wedding photographer. If you like today's tips, there are about a thousand others just like it in that book I just mentioned. I believe that your photographer's brain power should be used to create beautiful images on your wedding day, not to solve problems that may or may not relate to photography. All right, so I don't know what I can share in my from my personal life today. So without having to think about that, I am just going to jump in today's episode. Today's episode is number 97, and it is a real-life wedding reflection. I came up with this new idea listening to someone else's podcast, and honestly, I don't even remember whose uh, podcast I was listening to. I can't give anyone this credit because I listen to so many episodes, so many podcasts when I'm driving, so I can't give anyone credit. If I happen to remember who gave me this idea, I will come back and credit them. But today, as I'm recording, I can't tribute today's episode to anyone in particular. But today is a reflection from a real life wedding that I shot. This is Monday morning quarterbacking, if you will. Every now and then I'm going to reflect on a real life wedding that I shot, and I'm going to detail all the ways that I can remember that my couple set me up for failure in hopes of educating you, my listeners, of what not to do for your wedding photographer. 
These obstacles made me stop, take a pause, and problem solve something that maybe wasn't necessarily related to photography. Or it put some kind of a roadblock in front of me on the wedding day that put me off track for a bit. Okay, so this wedding is a few years old. I had to actually go back and look at the timeline and review the wedding images to remember these uh, landmines that were put in front of me. But let's start at the very beginning of the day. The hair and makeup team started at 7 a.m. and the groom and groomsmen arrived at the venue at 12 p.m. or noon. But I wasn't contracted to begin shooting until 4 p.m. So that is a total of nine hours that I missed out on developing a rapport with the couple and the couple's wedding party. There was no engagement session and there was no bridal session. The couple was also from out of town and I had no other opportunities to connect with them in person with this couple. So during the getting ready time, a lot of trust can be built with your photographer. And this trust then will spill out to the ceremony and it will spill out to the reception and onto the dance floor. And when the rest of your family and your friends witness this level of trust that you and your wedding party have instilled with your wedding photographer, they will mimic that behavior. And that is how you get all that up close and personal epic images. But when you only can spend 30, 45 minutes, maybe an hour tops in the getting ready room with your couple and the wedding party, you don't really have the opportunity to build this trust. And I was shooting this particular wedding alone, so I didn't even really have a chance to spend any time with the groom and groomsmen as they were getting ready. I dedicated all of, or actually most of my time with the bride and her bridesmaids in their getting ready suite. So let me just explain this really quick. You can photograph zoomed in from afar. And you can also photograph up close and personal and really tight to get kind of the same crop on an image. But when you photograph tight from up close, whoever is looking at that image or the viewer, they can feel they can feel that you are up close and personal. But without this level of trust, your photographer can't get in up close and personal to get those shots, to give the viewer. And the couple is at some point going to be the viewer of these images. So if you're not able to get up close and personal with your subjects, the bride, the groom, the wedding party, the parents, the grandparents, if you're not able 
to get up close and personal to get these shots because of the trust that you spent all morning developing, you're not going to be able to get those shots. The bride also requested a fake dress reveal with her bridesmaid. Now, I obliged, but this sort of setup for an image is not at all what I do on wedding days. The bride hired me, but she was totally unfamiliar with my shooting style and also apparently did not pay attention or understand during our pre-wedding consultation, which happened just a few days before her wedding day. So instead of the staged moment, she would have been a lot better off to either let me do what I normally do or hire another photographer who specializes in these kinds of fake staged moments. It's very important to be familiar with your photographer's documentation style and let them do their job. All right, the next landmine was about the ceremony time. The ceremony time was only five minutes. Yes, it lasted just five minutes. And no one warned me that the ceremony was going to be this short, extremely short. Uh, ceremonies usually last at least 20 minutes. A religious ceremony can usually be up to an hour. So I know I usually have at least 15 to 20 minutes to work, but the wedding planner, the couple, or the officiant did not forewarn me that this ceremony was going to be cut extremely short. Five minutes is not a lot of time, especially when you're trying to document someone's wedding ceremony and trying to make creative images of them getting married and document also who was present to watch the ceremony. So instead of a seven-course meal, all this couple got was the meat and potatoes of the ceremony. If you are going to have an extremely short ceremony for whatever reason, you're at the courthouse, you're shy, you're excited to get the party started, for whatever reason, notify your photographer. Let them know the parameters in which they have to work during your ceremony time. All right, next roadblock. This was not really the couple's fault, but the planner started the bouquet toss, not according to the timeline, by the way, while I was in the bathroom. Luckily, I came out and was able to get into position before the actual toss was made. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're doing the tosses, or actually anything you want to have photographed. Don't start without your photographer in the room. Your planner should have your back, but just in case they don't, like in this case, always double check to make sure you see your photographer is in the room with you. Next roadblock, and this is the last one. 
the bride had just lost her grandfather a few months prior to the wedding and they had me leaving ending my contracted shoot time just as they were starting a tribute dance to remember him and all of the loved ones that had been lost prior to the wedding, those people who had passed away. Luckily, I noticed what was happening right in front of me and was able to grab a few shots for the couple, even though I was no longer on the clock, per se. Okay, this couple didn't actually do too bad of a job as far as planting those tiny little landmines in front of me, but I hope that you did learn something from today's episode. If you did, please recommend this podcast to one of your friends who is getting married. I'd also like to invite you to my Instagram and my Facebook group where we continue these conversations and much more. The links are in my show notes or you can search for the Complete Guide to Wedding Photography on Facebook or Complete Wedding Ed as an education on Instagram. And lastly, if you have a topic you would like me to cover or a specific question that you would like me to answer, send me an email at Tammy at atagirlphoto.com. That's Tammy at atagirlphoto.com. And I'd love for you to subscribe and or leave a review from wherever you listen so that I can reach more listeners and help more couples have better wedding images. You can also hit the support the show link at the bottom of my show notes. If you want to know more about the book, the podcast, or my wedding photography, you can log on to completeweddinged.com or atagirlphoto.com. All the links to all these things are in my show notes. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have a miraculous day. I will catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you again during the next episode.